Tuesday. Welcome to The Melanated Way. I'm your host, Linda Entwee. I'm super excited. This is our first Love After Lockup review. I just started watching the show. I honestly don't know where I've been because this show already, it's like, I've never done drug, but like, it's like crack. Like you watch one episode and you're addicted because you have so many questions. Like I have so many questions and I know a lot of you are experts on this show because you've been watching it since day one. So I'm definitely going to have to reach out to you and hear your thoughts in the comments. Let's definitely get some of this uh, housekeeping out of the way. If anyone sees Dr. Jalisa in the live chat, definitely let me know that. Uh, but first and foremost, wherever you're watching, if you can take a moment and just hit that thumbs up, it really does help. Other people see like what you're watching and it helps this page grow and grow and grow. And you know, we're, we're newer to the new YouTube online streaming game. So uh, word of mouth and the likes help. So go ahead and just take that five seconds. It doesn't cost anything to hit that thumbs up. Hey, Haley. Hey, girl. Hey. Uh, more housekeeping. Uh, support the show. However you're watching, wherever you're watching. Um, if you're a Patreon subscriber, thank you so much. Uh, shout out to Chandra, Judy, and Beth, who are brand new Patreon subscribers. Welcome to the family. And then the Familia. Uh, Janice, Witt, Deb, Mason, Olivia, Vanessa, Trisha, Sandra, Carol, Trina, Danielle, Rebecca, Marianne, Nia, Raydella, Linda, Brianna, Crystal, Nicole, Amanda, and Jalisa, Dr. Jalisa, shout out to you guys, uh, shout out to Donna over at Anchor FM, appreciate you listening to that podcast version of our show, and, um, y'all, if you're watching from YouTube, I have super set chat and super chat stickers. I don't know why I can't talk because I just have so much to say, uh, but definitely think about doing that. And then scrolling on your screen or other ways that you can support this show uh, as we continue to grow. We have added Love After Lockup. We are adding you, me, and my ex as well. So as we go, support your girl. Okay, you guys. Love after lockup, I have questions. Uh, so starting with Deontay and Nicole. So Deontay just seems so sweet, you guys. He seems like he's like this just, you know, the nice guy finishes last. And I can't understand why he keeps dating from prison, but he's dating this girl who is apparently uh, he got engaged to. She's getting out in two days. She's in prison, okay? They met on paper paperdolls.com. Oh, thank you, Crystal, so much. Finally, we picked the show up. Listen, first of all, I didn't know. Okay, so, okay. Too many thoughts. Okay. Number one, if you're out in the free world, why are you, when there's so many other dating apps, why are you purposely deciding to go to, like, prison.com? That's not the real thing, but I'm just going to call it prison.com to find inmates. Like, I need to understand what it is that is the thrill of it. What is it that you think you're going to find? Is it like the savior complex? Is it like they can't go anywhere, so they're going to pay attention to you? Like, I'm trying to figure that out. The second thing I'm trying to figure out is I didn't even ever know that when you're in prison, you can absolutely be DMing people and selfieing and, and taking selfies with the prison background and all of that. And like meeting people. And when this dude, one of the dudes said, oh, who's it? Brittany's guy said he's on lockdown. He's locked down right now. I died. I'm dying of laughter right now because it's so ridiculous. Anyways, let's talk about Dante and Nicole. So Dante's out here. He doesn't, apparently he doesn't drink. He's trying to buy wine and he doesn't know anything about wine, but he wants to get a white, a red, a pink. All he knows is his woman loves wine. And you can tell like he's a super shy guy. You can tell like he's a nice guy. And I'm just trying to figure out like, how did you stumble upon this website? And how, like, what's happening? This girl is has been in jail for a robbery for four years. 
right? So you're getting out in two days. Apparently they're engaged, which is a whole other thing. They got engaged in prison. So what did that look like? Like, did you, is there is there like a screen be, in between you guys? Was it a face-to-face? Like, what did that look like? Did you bring the ring in the pocket and went over to the prison guards and were like, hey, is this a good ring? Because I'm about to propose to my woman. Like, what does that look like? What does that look like, y'all? Because I'm super confused by this, but also super intrigued. So she's getting out in two days and he is feeling it. He's super excited. He's getting himself together. And part of him getting himself together is buying all this stuff for her. And when he talks to her on the phone, it's not like, hey, baby, you know, I'm excited to see you. I get out. I'm going to I'm going to change my life and change my ways. What's the first thing, y'all, that she said to him? The first thing she said was, do you have my money? Do you have my money? Is that not a red flag? Because to me, that's a bit of a red flag. Crystal said proposed over the phone, maybe. Okay, so let's talk about that. They proposed over the phone. So y'all haven't been in person together ever, but you guys have some crazy vibe via uh, cell phone or maybe FaceTime. I don't, I don't even know how it works, but hey, baby. So do you want to marry me? Yeah, sure, baby. As soon as I get out, I get out next year. Like, that sounds super romantic to me. It does not. So he's getting ready. And <laughs> Krista said, he killed me when he said, I'm in the wine store. I've never heard anyone say that. I mean, because he clearly doesn't know. But then he's like so innocent, I feel. Like, I feel like he's he's setting himself up to be taken for a ride. And I'm just sad for him for that because you see the train wreck about to happen and there's nothing you can do. Even his mama can't help him. It's very, it's like sad. So he's getting ready. He's bought her watches. He's got like a thousand dollars cash, jewelry, like all this stuff. And his best friend, Derek is like, what is happening here? Like, why do you even make this much? He's like, yeah, I make $24 an hour. Yeah. Okay. You make $24 an hour, but we learned in this episode that you've been down this road before all that money you had in your car and your plate, you lost it all because your other prison girlfriend took you for a ride. And so what makes this different with Nicole? And now you want to marry her and you want to marry her guys. And I'm sorry. Cause he said, it, these are not my words, but he's like, you, you gone bought yourself a white girl. Like he obviously has a type and that's fine. Love is love. Whatever that looks like for you, that's totally fine. But if you're specifically looking for a specific type, then you're kind of fetishizing it. And I, I'm just confused. So he, he's got all this stuff, $3,000 worth of stuff for a girl that he's not ever really spent time with because she's been in jail for four years, but that's the love of his life. And he's going to be with her and everything's going to be great. And I don't understand because you guys know how I feel about relationships, right? So if you have not spent time, significant amount of time together in real life, how is it a real relationship? Especially when that person can't go anywhere because they're locked down. They can't go anywhere except for, you know, out of their cell and into like the common area. So they can't get into anything. And like, what brought them there? In the, like, what brought her here? What, why is she in prison? She's in prison for something. I didn't write it down, but she's there for four. She's been there for four years. And then let's talk about the sex torso. Y'all, the sex torso that was like yay high. It was like a squishy, I don't even know what to even call it. And he tried to tell us like the holes used to be smaller. Like it was so, I was so embarrassed for him. And you know, you know, get your freak on it. However you need to get your freak on. It's not that. It's the fact that that was like mini Nicole, he called it. And that's what, see, I'm just getting goosebumps right now. Like, ew. That's you. And then you guys, he threw it in the dishwasher with the dishes that he eats off of. And, you know, people come over and I'm sure he serves off of those same plates that you put your little sex toy in that like, I have questions. What's happening right now? You wash it with your dishes. Hey, Amanda. Hey girl. Hey, 
Uh, Amanda says, and why was it so small? Why was it so small? I mean, that just says everything. That says everything. Like, that's why you guys have to be careful when you, you know, you go to your friend's house. You don't know what ha really happens there. I've seen plenty of online videos where people are washing their chicken directly in their sink and they're putting the seasoning in this, like all of it. You don't really know. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, yeah. So I got to tell you, I just, I, on the one hand, my heart is like, oh, Deontay seems like he's super gullible and super kind, but he also seems like he's a 100% sucker. 100% sucker. Like he is going to get taken for a ride again. And, and he doesn't even care. He doesn't even care because he just wants love. And I think like his mom said, he's in love with love, but he's looking for love in the wrong places. Like you're looking for love with this girl who literally said that she went on the site to find someone to take them for all their money. Okay. He's already spent, he told his mom, he's already spent 20 to 30,000 on her in the past year and a half. And I'm like, wait, you, 30,000 on what? Like his mom said, on what? She's in prison. 30,000 worth of commissary? That's a lot of like bologna and, and ramen noodles for four years. 30,000? That could have been a down payment on a house. Like, I, I, I don't, I, I don't understand. I don't understand it, you guys. Crystal said, this is why I do potlucks. <laughs> And Kimberly said, I don't trust anybody anymore. So he goes and visits his mom and his brother and he's scared. And you could tell, like he was trembling, you guys. He was a little bit scared of his mom. Uh, and he needed to tell his mom that his fiance is getting out of jail in two days and he wants his mom to be on his, her best behavior. Listen, I don't even, Mama Dukes, Mama Dukes better go ahead and just be like, enough. Yeah, she has her good eye on, him, on her, but she just needs to cut this out immediately. Like, this should not go any further. It should not. It should not go any further because this is the first episode, you guys, and I, I haven't even seen what this girl looks like. I don't even know what Nicole looks like, but I can tell you right now that she's taking him for a ride. And, like, the iPhone. And, like, what is she? She's not got anything. So is she going to parole out to his house? Is she staying with him because... That's her fiance now. I have so many questions, you guys. Help me out here because it really doesn't make any type of sense to me. Um, and then, so when the mom talked about how he's been scammed in the past and he had to move back home, that was sad to me too. Because, you know, Dante, what are you doing? What are you doing? How did you stumble upon this website over and over again and not learn your lesson? Like, how do you not know that this is not a good idea? Um, Crystal said, also, he doesn't open his mouth to talk like Natalie. Yeah, there's something going on with him. I haven't quite put my mind around it yet. There's something going on with him. Like he's, he's, he comes off as really innocent and sweet and almost naive, but he's got to know a little bit like this. Maybe he feels like these women are out of his league or maybe he's had like some trauma in the past, but there's something going on with him because he's squirrely. You know what I mean? Like he's he's squirrely and he's scared of everything and just does whatever. And he's got a good friend telling him, like people are telling him, red flag, red flag, red flag. And he's still going with it. And like, I just need to know, like, are there not enough people in the free world? Are there not enough people in the free world for him to be like, hey, let me try, you know, match.com or I don't know Facebook has a Facebook match dating thing now too like is he scared of people that are in the real world because it seems to me from this episode that he's literally specifically looking for an inmate and that just is wild to me um and then you guys there's Brittany so Brittany's 33 you know she's bougie bad and bougie she's a beautiful girl and you know upper middle class and then she's dating this ray dude who's in prison for narcotics and he's been in prison for four years and he's about to be released for, from jail and so she's gonna go shopping with her friends to get an outfit but none of her friends know about this dude she's already had a really traumatic past you guys where she's 
been in a domestic abuse relationship. So again, my question is, wait, what? So she is saying, okay, so she is saying that they met online, like on social media through, they had a mutual friend and he reached out to her and they were going back and forth on social media. And then when she's like, hey, like, how you doing? And he said, quote, you know, he's kind of locked down right now. Y'all, if people were, if people are using keywords, you got to pick up on those keywords. I died of laughter. Yeah, he literally is not lying to you. He is literally locked down. He is in prison. But she says that she likes an edgy man and they've been dating for nine months. And again, my understanding of what dating is is clearly different than the rest of the world because how are you dating someone that you who, who's how are you dating? What does that look like? Does dating mean so if me and Tom are talking on the phone all the time, does that mean I'm dating him? If I like sexed Tom, does that mean I'm dating him? It's like I, I'm trying to figure out what that looks like. Someone needs to explain it to me. Someone needs to explain it to me. Um Kimberly says, he's not scared enough to stop doing this type of stuff. And Krista says, he goes live after the episode. Somehow I found his IG. He posts thirst trap photos. He ain't that dumb. Well, whatever it is that he's doing, it's it's something. It's something. It's something. So back to Brittany. So Brittany's super excited that Ray's getting out of jail. She's She's like, oh, you know, she's going to be able to get a little something, something. And she's like, oh, my goodness. Like, is that how it works? Yes, girl. That's how it works in the free world. Guess what? If you have a regular person who's in the regular free world, then you can have all the eggplant you want all day, every day, especially if that's your person. If that's your man, he can be laid up underneath you all the time. So for me to watch you say that you're not sure how, like that's how it is. Yeah, it's, that's not how it is for you because your man is, is in jail. And this is like, what is this? What, like, what is this? And then she's afraid to tell her friends that he's in jail. She's afraid to tell her family that he's in jail, but yet she is ready to marry this guy because she's 33, she wants to start a family and she wants to be married. Okay, here's the thing, you guys. I, I And someone please explain it to me, okay? You haven't spent any significant amount of time with this person, but you've decided via your online pen pal talking buddy that you guys are gonna get married. Now, what is that gonna look like? So are you going to say, you get out of jail in a couple of days, you're released and with that comes like parole and it, and you have to be paroled into a specific house. And I think you have to like, you know, curfew and you can't, you can't like socialize with other inmates or felons or whatever it is the case. So what is that going to look like? And then you're going to plan a wedding on top of that. Does, so does that person come out with a job and a plan and, and goals and, and all of that, or are you just going to wing it? Cause I'm confused. Dominique says, if you can't tell your close friends and family, then he's not for you. Facts. Facts. And it's actually scary that you can't tell your friends and your family because then what? If something happens, you go to pick him up at, you know, jail 101 and no one knows that you're going to pick someone up from prison and something happens. No one knows where you are. You're, you're a missing person. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's... I, I don't... Y'all, this show is fascinating to me. And then there's Rachel. <sighs> Rachel and Doug. Rachel's 35 and she's an engineer, you guys. She's an engineer. She's an educated woman. And Doug, 28, has been a felon his whole entire life. He's been in prison for, what, 11 years? So he spent, since 18 to 28, he spent his entire adult life behind bars, okay? Rachel, apparently... She, she, I did say missing person. Rachel, apparently, this is her third felon. So I think, do you, 
Do you like, once you go that route, do you just decide that that's all I'm going to date? I'm only going to date inmates. Like, is that what, is that what we do? But this is her third one, but she feels like third time's the charm. Uh, he is in jail for possession of a firearm. He has uh, home invasions on his record. Like, he's a real winner, y'all. And I, I don't know. She says she likes bad boys. She's never, ever, ever, ever been in trouble with the law. She used to be a Marine. And, you know, she likes to meet these men online in prison. And I'm trying to reconcile my mind around that. Like, you are obviously an educated woman. You're not stupid. And you saved yourself. You don't have baby daddies everywhere. You saved yourself to, like, get married. And then you you went and married him four months in, into it. And then the part that I'm just like, wait, what? You married him because... Okay, so you guys have been together for 10 months and four months into it, without meeting him in real life, you decided that you were going to marry him. And not only did you decide you're going to marry him, you married him because he said, I don't care what you say, you're going to marry me. Is that, not a, is that not a red flag? Because if someone's telling me what I have to do with my life, that I'm going to live my life with this person for the rest of my life and I don't have a choice, I don't know, that's a little red flag-ish to me. So... She marries him anyways. And then you guys, I find out in this episode that he has a son and the son is now living with her and she's a full-time mom now. And I was like, wait, what happened? And I had to continue to find out that his actual, the poor Dougie, poor Dougie, they should already go ahead and put him in therapy. They should already put him in therapy because I was listening to him talk and he's already too grown for being 12 years old. But Dougie can't live with his mom because his mom has like a really bad um, drug addiction. And so I guess instead of going into foster care, Doug senior was like, Oh, I have a wife now. So the wife can take care of the kid. And I was just like, that just, that's a lot for someone that again, you've never spent any significant time with in real life, but now you're raising his child. And I, I think that that's very, great of her but also it's very confusing to me and so Rachel is getting ready for Doug's release and you know Doug has been in prison for 10 years so the first thing of course she's going to do is buy nine pounds of the processed bologna prison food so that he can feel comfortable at home I'm sorry that's so rude of me but I mean you bought these you bought that's what they have right they have like processed bread processed cheese and processed bologna. And because he's been eating that for 10 years, he's used to it and maybe he loves it. And so she feels like she's, she, it's like, I'm buying your favorite things. And maybe this is one of his favorite things so he can feel at home. I don't know you guys, but that was a lot of bologna just to be in the fridge for your husband that you've never met. It's so crazy to me. <laughs> So her friends come over, her friends come over and they're like talking to her. They see that it's a train wreck too. They see that it's a train wreck too, but they're trying to be supporters of their friend. Um, but Kobe is just like, so what's going to happen here? Like how, how is this all going to work out? They're, they got the tape measure out because she's really trying to get jiggy jiggy with it. But apparently he's six five and she's like four nine. And so they're trying to make sure that the bed is going to be big enough. And I was just like, y'all, y'all are doing too much. I, I mean, you're 35. I'm sure that you, you've done the jiggy jiggy before. So it doesn't really have to be that serious. You don't have to measure out your bed to see if your tall husband is going to fit on the bed so that you guys can have sex. I'm sorry, this is just all so much for me, you guys. So then she's like, Rachel's like, <laughs> she's excited that they're going to, and she said her words, consecrate the marriage because they've never consecrated their relationship yet. And um, 
She wants to make sure that they have a good time. So then Doug Sr. calls. Doug Sr. calls, and he is being a little bit controlling. And she's trying to explain to him, like, hey, you know, Dougie's having a hard time. And, you know, what do you think I should do? And he goes off on her saying, you, you treat him like a victim. You need to not treat him like a victim. He is a victim. His mom is MIA because she has on some crazy drugs. And his dad is MIA because his dad is a felon who does home invasions. And he's stuck with this woman that is apparently like his new mom that he never really knew before. Yeah, he's, she spent some weekends. But, like, yeah. He is a victim. He's a victim of the adults and their poor behavior and their poor choices. Um, <laughs> Crystal says, for Dougie Jr.'s sake, I think it's probably for the best, uh, given the family situation, she can take him with her. Uh, and hey, Dominique. Hey, girl. Hey, Dominique says, this show is fun to watch. Listen, I am just, as you can see, I have tears. When I'm laughing so hard and tears come down my face, I think it's hysterical. It's absolutely fun to watch. So um, they're talking about Dougie and like how they're going to transition Doug Sr. coming in and like, you know, Rachel and Dougie have like a flow, right? They have a flow. They've been together for however long she's had him. And, you know, Doug has never been out. He's, he's father by name. But that's it. He's never actually been a father father because he's been in prison this whole time. I mean, if I do the math, he's been in prison. He was sentenced 11 years. He's been there for 10 years. His son is 12. So the first two years of his life, maybe. So you, you did what? And you wonder why Dougie is having some issues? Well, they, I mean, I can tell you. I don't need to tell you. I know all you all that are watching, you know. You know that there are issues. So um, Doug's never been an adult in the free world. And yet the engineer who's 35 decided it was a great idea to marry him. And that's her husband. And she's excited. And she likes that he's controlling. She likes that um, he's a little bit like aggressive. She likes it. She thinks it's cute, which I just, I feel like that just shows me that you might have some issues of your own. If you think that a man controlling you and telling you what to do and how to do it and not giving you any like leeway to, to be an adult. If you like that, then Hey, that's on you. But I, I feel like there might be some underlying issues there. Um, so Rachel goes and talks to Dougie, which is the best part of, I thought of the show, the, the part that was the most um, regular the part that was the most healthy she went and sat down and talked to dougie and tried to explain like hey your dad's coming out how do you feel about it and you know what do you want to happen with that and um you know you and i have a flow going and him coming in is probably going to change that flow but he's going to have to fit into our flow like i thought that that was beautiful because i bet you that dougie hasn't had that stability in his life ever and now Doug Sr. is going to come in and she wants to prevent Doug Sr. from messing up their flow. And I just thought that that was a beautiful thing. I thought it was beautiful that she took the moment to have a healthy conversation with the child as their situation is going to change. That's absolutely what you do as an adult and when you have children. Now, Rachel is thinking like this is the one besides Dougie, she wants to have more kids with Doug Sr. And I just, I just, I don't know you guys. This one was really concerning to me. Is it concerning to you guys that she's educated Marine engineer and she, meanwhile, she's married to someone that she's never met. Who's a felon who home invades. Like I would be scared to have him actually move in the house. I'm sorry. Like if you're home invading, how do I know when I'm at work doing my nine to five with my, you know, bachelor's degree in engineering that I don't come home and you've like wiped up my house. How do I know that? Because I've never spent any time with you. How do I know that? How do I know that that's not going to happen? That you're just going to rob me blind and be like, peace out. Thanks for putting all that money on my commissary and taking care of my kid. You don't know. I just, I think it's weird. I think it's weird. All right, and then there's Courtney. 
Oh, Courtney. Courtney and her pickle. Courtney's in a pickle. Courtney's 30, Josh's 29. Uh, she was a former corrections officer. Now she's a power washer who's on probation. And Josh is in jail for burglary, attempted assault, 11 years. And I don't feel for Courtney because Courtney should know better because she was a correction officer. But she did say that she didn't date a lot. She is on her third marriage, y'all. Her third marriage. Kind of like Natalie from 90 Day Fiance. Third marriage. I just feel like you might want to look at that. Who's the common denominator in that? I just, you know, no judgment. Just saying, let's try to maybe look at the underlying issues at sometimes and and reflect inwards on on what you're doing and what you're contributing to these failed relationships. That's all I'm saying. So I just want to be clear before I get into this breakdown. I just want to be clear. Courtney had a good job. Courtney had to train to become a corrections officer. They don't just hire you off the street. You got to do a whole training thing. And a lot of people fall out of training because it, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of like... Um, stress on your mental well-being so a lot of people don't get all the way through their training but let me so she got through training she was a correctional officer and then met josh at her job and decided that josh who's been in jail for 11 years was worth more than her stable career and let me get this straight as well that he was so worth it that she decided to put on different disguises to go visit him while she was still working at the jail and then got caught and then got charged. And like, she keeps talking about she's being on, she's on probation. Listen, you guys, what she's, she's not saying something because you can be on probation but she must be on felony probation. She's not on some mis misdemeanor probation because a misdemeanor probation is not going to uh, force you to not engage with or hang around with a felon. So if you have a misdemeanor pot charge and your dad has a felony arms charge, you guys can still hang out because it's a misdemeanor. But this girl right here is saying that she's on probation and her husband can't parole out to the house because two felons, as you know, can't associate with each other. They can't be together. So she's got a felony for sure. She's on felony probation. Let's be clear about that. So she's on felony probation and she went ahead and married this husband. Now I had never, listen, you guys, I'm a grown ass woman, but I have never, I have never heard of marriage by proxy. So they got married, but neither of them were there. They had two stand, <laughs> they had two stand-ins, and they had a double proxy marriage. That sounds really romantic. It sounds amazing. You know what sounds even more amazing? The fact that he tattooed her face on his arm and then said, "Will you marry me?" What would have happened if she said no? And like now that you're married, are you going to change? Will you marry me to something else? Cause that's on your body forever. And that's a prison tattoo. So I have questions you guys like, please tell me in the live chat what your thoughts are because Courtney right here is the one that I feel the least bad for because she's making conscious decisions and all of them bad, all of them bad. So Josh with his burglary and attempted assault, uh, is going to quarantine for 14 days, but can't stay with her. So where's Josh going to stay? And what's that marriage going to look like? And even though they're not supposed to spend time together, Corny's going to continue to make bad decisions and say, "I'm he's my husband, so I'm going to spend time with him anyways. What does that look like? And then you can't even go to the prison that you worked at because you're banned from it. So then you pulled in your friend, and now your friend has to go and pick up your husband who you never spent time with, who is in jail for burglary and attempted assault and your poor friend who's never been to the prison, you're going to go and make her pick up this hardened criminal. I mean, that's a good friend. 
that's a good friend. That's a good friend who'd be like, I ain't never met him. I don't know what he looks like. So what? He's a, a felon that burglarizes people and assaults people. That's okay. I think he's a good guy. And I think he's changed his way after these 11 years. I really do. And again, Josh is 29. So he spent his entire adult life so far behind bars. Okay. Now they go. Okay. So let, let me talk about that. Cause I'm on that roll right now. So she brings her friend, which is a good friend, you guys to go pick him up. And they have like this meeting spot where she's outside and then she starts crying because she can't believe the day is finally here. She finally gets to see her husband, which is like totally crazy to me in and of itself. And then she doesn't like to like get dressed up, which is fine. You, you know, live your life. If you don't, if you're not a makeup person, then you're not a makeup person. You're not a hair person, you're not a hair person, but she's a pickle person. She's a pickle person. And that right there, you guys took me that took me over the, that I was like, where have I been these past three seasons? Because that alone took me all the way out. I needed to pause. And I was like, did she say pickle? And then that, that meme that I guess they, they love of each other where, you know, you're, I don't even know what it said. I don't think I wrote it down, but we're in a pickle together. That's something that is like, they have, similar that's funny to them so she went and bought she had to look for it she went and bought a pickle outfit and that's what she decided that she's gonna wear to meet her husband for the first well not the first time but for the first time in the free world where he's not behind bars and she's not sneaking into the prison in costume so clearly costumes are a thing for her and then i i couldn't understand why she was so that cement barrier thing why she was lying on the ground trying to like wiggle her way into this pickle costume and then lying and hiding and like why are you hiding why what why are you hiding and why are you in a pickle outfit and why are you on the dirty ass ground in the pickle outfit i i, I I don't understand. And then you guys, since I'm off on a tangent, her apartment or her house or whatever it was with all, there was so much paint. There was paint on the green walls. The floors were painted blue. There were tarp on the ground. There were no doors. And I was like, are you not allowed to have doors because you're, I, I, what's happening? What, what is happening right now? Why are you, why does your place have no doors? And why did you paint your floor? Why is your floor blue? Are you moving? Did you just move in? Are you doing some reno? Like, what's what what's going on with you, Courtney? Because Courtney, I have questions, and my questions are not being answered. And if anything, you're making me more confused. You're making me more confused. So, I know you said you didn't date a lot, Courtney, but maybe you want to date someone who you could actually spend time with in real life before you marry them for the first, second, and third time. Maybe, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like this double proxy marriage that you couldn't even have really, and you had stand, and where did you find the stand-ins? And is that a, another website that I don't know about that there are people that will go and get married for you? <laughs> Cause you know, if that if that's the case, let me go ahead and sign up for that. I don't even know. And do they use your name and not their name? Like what? And when they sign the paperwork, who signs? Like what? Do you see how I have, some, I have questions, you guys? This show has really, it's confused me because everything I thought I know, I just, I obviously just don't know. So... Courtney went to visit her, her attorney because, you know, we talked a little bit about her being on probation and they may not be able to live together for her full probationary term, which is three years. So they're going to be married and separate and apart, which I guess makes sense because 
they didn't even get married in real life. They got married through proxy. So they're probably going to be like, you know, used to it by now. Now, when Courtney said, just like uh, Deontay said that she spent 25000 on him while he was in jail and that she her water heater was out, but she chose not to have hot water. Instead, she chose to use that money to put on his books and for commissary. I was like, oh, no. I'm a, I, I must have a cold, dead heart because I will, I'll tell you this right now. I'm going to need some hot water. I need to wake up and be able to have a hot shower. What I'm not about to do is not have hot water so that you can go and have your Snickers and your ramen noodles and your bologna. That's not about to happen. And then what happens when he gets out, you guys? So he gets out. They can't stay together. Does he go get a job? Like, and what kind of job does he have? Because like his options are going to be limited because he's a felon. And when people find out that he, you know, assaults people and burglarizes people, that's going to be hard on him. Does he have skills? Does he have a trade? Like I, I have questions. How, how do you marry this person knowing that this is your third marriage? Third time should be the charm for you. It seems to be like, this is just not. Not and then my favorite of all the favorites is Stan, who's retired, who personally reminds me of Hugh Hefner. He's giving me all the Hugh Hefner vibes. <laughs> Crystal said, "Get your proxy wedding with Drake." That is facts right there. I'm gonna go ahead, you guys, and mark my words right now. I'm lying, but mark my words. I'm gonna go ahead. And Drake and I are going to get married by proxy. And since we both don't have to be there and all I have to have is his, his real name and maybe his date of birth and my real name, my real date of birth. And I'm going to go ahead and send Crystal and maybe Master of Blackjack. You guys can be our proxies. You guys can say that we got married. And then I will then start telling people that Drake is my husband. I mean, if it's that easy, then we should all do that. Who do you guys want to marry? Who's your celebrity crush? <laughs> Let's all get married by proxy. <laughs> okay, you guys, this is my first show. I'm totally not going to be laughing all the time for these ones, but I just, there's just so much. I, I can't believe it. I just don't understand where I've been. I don't understand how this is a thing. Like I, I know I'm talking about this, but I'm still stuck on how did you even, how are they sending you selfies from prison? How? You guys have like computers over there and TV. So are you on vacay? You just can't leave for years on end? You're meeting people and get married while you're in prison? I just, I just didn't know that was a thing. I thought prison meant you were stripped from all the luxuries of life but if people are sending you money you don't have to work people are sending you twenty thirty thirty thousand dollars a year that's a salary like what what's preventing people from doing crime if, if you just get to like go put your prison selfie on prison.com and then there are people that will be like yeah i'm gonna date you and then four months into it yeah i'm gonna marry you and I'm going to pay your whole way. Like, I just am confused. I'm confused because what I have tears, you guys, in my eyes because it's so crazy to me. Um, what's preventing you from doing crime? I'm asking a real question. What is preventing you? Is it your, the, the walls and the lack of freedom? Because, you know, apparently you, you can text, you can call, you can send pictures, you can go online. And since, you know, We've all been in quarantine and in this pandemic for over a year. I feel like maybe we kind of know how it's like. I, I just, I don't know. I have questions. All right, Stan. Stan's retired. 65. Lisa, 39. Uh, she, they met on a sugar daddy site. So their story is a little bit different, right? So she's looking for a sugar daddy. He's worth $2.3 million. Wife passed away. Felt super bad for him because this whole dating thing is clearly new. He said he went on like hundreds of dates, but, and they've been fine, but nothing of substance. And then he met Lisa, he met Lisa on the sugar daddy site, seeking arrangements.com. And 
you know, I'm going to tell you what happened, you guys, before I even look at my, my notes. This is what happened. Lisa, 39, was looking fine, blonde hair, blue eyed, looking fine, goes on this date with him, knowing that she wants his money, right? Or knowing like she wants to be taken care of. Uh, she wants to be a sugar baby. So she gave the goods on the first date and she probably blew his mind. Stan probably didn't get a little jiggy jiggy for a long time since his wife passed. And he, she probably threw his back out. And now he's in love, you guys. Think about the first time you lost your virginity. You love that person, or at least you remember that person. But that person's a part of you. It's the same thing. It's been years and years and years. And I'm just assuming that it's been years and years and years. But it's been some time since his wife passed and he had all those other bad dates. And then he gets this young buck who's like, hey, let me throw it down on him. Yeah, he's in love. He kept saying he was in love. I was like, "You're." In he went on three dates and she's in prison and she ghosted you and then called you from prison and you're in love with her? You're in love with her? Oh, Lord. Lori says, my husband works in a jail, which is not the same as prison. He's had numerous coworkers making that bizarre choice to throw their life and career away for an inmate and it never ends well. That is really sad. That is really sad, Lori. I, I just, I guess there are people are out there that are like love over career and whatever that looks like, they're gonna sacrifice their career to find that love. But I, I mean, so far these people have, so Nicole, Nicole said, specifically she went on the site because she's looking to take someone's money. Ray, who we haven't met yet, but Ray's in prison. Ray's been in prison for years. He does, he's like, maybe there's hope for Ray. We'll, we'll see. I'll leave that one. I'll leave that one to be decided. Um, but Doug, we already know Doug's going to be a hot mess. Doug, Doug, who's been in prison his entire life, has a baby that is living with the girlfriend that he dated for four months and then got married to, that's a hot mess. And Courtney, we already know, Courtney and Josh are both hot messes. She left her career and is now, you know, she now has a criminal record for, for her love of this dude that she has not spent any time with because he too has been in jail for the majority of his adult life. Last and not least is Lisa who, you know, Lisa, Oh, Lisa. So met online and she went away, like I said, and they called him from jail and he still really is in love with her. Hasn't seen her in eight months, uh, but wants to buy her everything, clothes and makeup and all this stuff. And you guys, the part that made me laugh so much was the fact that she kept warning him. I don't look like I, I did. I don't feel my best. I don't feel beautiful. Yeah, because you probably had some hair extensions, some lashes on. You probably throw it down before you went to prison. Uh, for selling, for possession and selling um, drugs, as well as tampering with a motor vehicle. So she's probably on the lower end of the inmate scale for all of these people that we've met so far. But she's going to get, a, he's going to go pick her up and she's not going to look like how he remembers her from over eight months ago, right? Because she's been in prison and prison, you can't have all the extras. So She's trying to keep warning him so that he's not in shock. And in the same breath that she's warning him, hey, I don't look like I normally looked. I don't look like this. I don't, you know, I look more like my brother. And you guys, I've tried to find it, but I found a photo online of her and her brother and it is not cute. And they do look like, like she looks like, she looks like her brother. They could be twins in that photo. Um, so not only is he going to go buy her a bunch of stuff and she, he doesn't feel like she's using him at all. He loves her. He wants to be with her. She's already mentioning, Hey, when do I get to meet the kids? He's talking about his will and 500,000 goes here and 5% goes here. And I was like, again, I'm confused because didn't you guys only go on three dates? You went on three dates and you're talking about wills and half a million dollars. I, what what have I missed? I'm clearly not adulting correctly because all of this is crazy to me. Like crazy, crazy, crazy. So um, he's got a couple of friends, Dash and Jimmy. They think that this Lisa's using him. I mean, 
do we even need to say it? She met him on seekingarrangements.com looking for a sugar daddy. So she is telling you exactly what she wants. And so you're not supposed to fall in love with your, your sugar baby arrangement. That's not how it goes. So Stan's going to get his heart broken and I feel bad for him and his cats because, oh my God, I just had a moment. Stan and Stephanie from 90 days should totally be a couple. That would be fantastic. There, they're there. They both have money. They both love cats. They're both a little bit older. Boom. He, she likes to, you know, gallivant around the world. He said he liked to zip line and gallivant. I should be the matchmaker because this right here, this right here, Lisa, Lisa is not the one. Lisa is definitely not the one. She is not the business. And him conti continuing to say, I love you, I love you. He's just going to get his heart hurt. And I just feel bad for him because he literally is going to get his heart broken. And I don't think his little 65-year-old heart can take it. I just don't. He's already lonely. He said he's lonely. So he's in a position of vulnerability. And sharks can smell that. Sharks can smell that. And, and these people that have, have spent some time behind bars, they've had to survive. They've had to be shark-like because that's how they're surviving in prison or in jail or wherever they are. And so they're going to be, they're going to be sharks and they're going to come after their little minnows and poor Stan is a minnow. Courtney's a hot mess. I can't, I don't feel bad for Courtney. Courtney, I'm going to watch this train wreck and I'm going to be one of those people like, well, you made these decisions multiple times on your own. Rachel, I'm still shocked by the engineer. I'm just, I'm shocked by her. I'm shocked by her behavior. It's like, you can tell that she's normal, but when it comes to relationships, she's just not. And I need to know why you guys, I need to know why immediately. I need to know what I need a Dr. Phil or uh, Ilana Van Zandt or Oprah moment with her because I need to know what is happening with you. She's a good looking lady too. So I, I mean, what's Doug? Okay, this is my question. Okay, ready you guys? I'm ready. And I really need you all who are watching to really tell me in the live chat, okay? What is the attraction to dating someone who's in jail or in prison? What's the attraction? I need someone to give me one good, hey, this is what it is so that it can make some type of sense to me. Okay, one of you in the live chat. Let me know what you what you guys think. Um, <clears throat> Amanda said <laughs> his other cat, Stan's other cat is living on his head. <laughs> or it died on his head. Oh, my God. He's so Hugh Hefner vibes. <laughs> Crystal says, I'm not convinced Stan has money. His die job or toupee says that. Well, Crystal, what about, like, you know, Hugh Hefner's and, like, even, I don't even, like even Donald Trump and his comb over, like some rich people are just rich, but they just have no sense of style and they don't really care about, about their hair. So I think he probably, I've said this before and I'll say this again. There are certain people that get stuck in whatever decade they thought they were the best on. So like Stan for me, probably in the seventies, Stan was on fire. I bet you if we looked at pictures of Stan in the seventies, he looked fire and he probably had like his hair to the side with some gel in it looking beautiful. So in his eyes, he only sees himself in his prime. So his hair is like nothing. It looks, it looks the same to him. It looks like, Ooh, in my prime, my seven, I was like, Ooh, I was fire. I think that's what it is. Um, <laughs> Better Days says, one of the attractions is you know where they are at all times. <laughs> hey, Jen. Hey, girl. Hey, Jen says it's a savior complex. <laughs> and then uh, Kimberly says, control. You know where they are and what they are doing. Uh, and Amanda says, I mean, just being a white guy in America, you have some money when you retire, but his kitchen needs a makeover. He seems like maybe he never spends money on things. <laughs> you guys, it's a, 
and this is just the first episode. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. It, it is absolutely going to be a hot ass mess. It's going to be a mess. That's it. It's going to be a mess. And that's it. Uh, Kimberly says he gives cash poor vibes like his assets may equate to 2 million with his life insurance plan. Maybe. I think he has money, y'all. I think he has money. I think he has money and he just doesn't know what to do with it. And he doesn't like he has money. I don't think he's like cheap. I just think that he's like thrifty. A lot of rich people are very thrifty, you guys. Very, very thrifty. And that's like, I'll tell you a funny story. Um, I used to work at a clothing store uh, when I was in university. And there was this girl I worked with and we were both salespeople at the store. And both in university doing our thing. And one time we were going to go on our break together and she was like, okay, I have to finish up with this customer. She gives me her debit card to go take out $20 from her ATM for her, right? So that we can go and get our coffee. So I go and do that. And like I wrap her card up in her, her ATM receipt and I'm bringing it back to her. Now, when I tell you we were 18, we were 18 and this girl had literally like 200,000 in her bank account. I was shocked. I was, I was shocked. Because she's the same person, you guys. If you ask her for a piece of gum, she'll pull out the gum and like, and not like the the chiclet versions, like the gum packs. She'd rip it in half and give you half the piece of gum. That's what some people are like. Rich people are like not all rich people, but a lot of rich people are stingy like that, and that's why they they keep their pennies. If you go and buy them something with their money that is eight ninety nine, they're gonna need their change back. And if you forget that one penny, they're gonna they're gonna be like, well, what happened to the one penny? So, I'm just saying. Oh my god, it's too much. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. You guys. So, um, one of the great things about doing this show is that um, a lot of the people on the show are open to doing interviews. So I'm hoping that we can get some of them on the show because I have questions and I think maybe only they can answer the questions that I have. And uh, yeah, I don't see Dr. Jaleesa. I don't see Dr. Jaleesa, but Dr. Jaleesa is one of our day ones and I wanted to honor her because it's her birthday today. So I wanted to do this real quick. For Dr. Julissa, happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Dr. Julissa. Thank you so much for being a part of the family here at the Melanated Way. We love you so much. And uh, yeah, have an amazing day. I hope today is super, super special for you. And I'm so happy that we are covering Love After Lockup, you guys. It's going to be a regular time on Tuesdays at 5 o'clock. Uh, we're adding more and more shows, you guys. So you're just going to have to love this space. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, and you are um, supporting the show. Because tomorrow, we're doing Catching Up with the Single Life. On Thursday, we're doing Me, You, and My Ex. And for our premium subscribers, you guys, News and Gossip on Friday, I just, I'm going to have to sit down for this one. But and, and I know I'm sitting down, but I'm actually have to really sit down for this one. There's a bunch of stuff happening this week. It's it's all over. TMZ has picked up some of this 90-day stuff. Um, I can finally tell you guys some stuff that I've been holding on to. So it's going to be a doozy. So make sure you eat your Wheaties. And live chat is all saying happy birthday to our beautiful Dr. Jalisa. Thank you guys so much. Again, make sure you like and subscribe and you support this show however you can support. Venmo, Cash App, anything you can do, even a dollar helps. And you guys have a great rush of day. Oh, thanks, Kimberly. She said, I love all the shows you were adding. Yay. Thanks, Kimberly. Guys, I'll see you tomorrow. Single life. Let's just, can you pray for me that it doesn't start with Ed? Because uh, between this and that, I'm about to go crazy, y'all. All right. Have a great night. We'll see you next time. Bye, y'all.